Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com Today we will begin with the first Mishnah of chapter 1 of Pirkei Avot where it says Moshe received the Torah from Sinai and transmitted it to Yeshua and Yeshua to the elders, the elders to the prophets and the prophets transmitted it to the men of the great assembly. They, the men of the great assembly, said three things. Be deliberate in judgment, develop many uh, disciples, and make offense for the Torah. So Mishnah begins with the story of the Torah, of Torah leadership. Here we start uh, to understand where all this knowledge comes from. Uh, the basic emuna and faith of a Jew is to believe that God gave the Torah to Moshe at Mount Sinai. Like every God-fearing and believing Jew, this is the first concept that is taught to us, that the Torah was something given to us by God at Mount Sinai. So here, uh, it's interesting to see that it says Moshe received the Torah. And, uh, and what it's telling us is that there is a responsibility in leadership, like when there's a leader, the leader has a very big responsibility and his responsibility is to create other leaders. So from here we see that he didn't keep the knowledge to himself and I am the big boss here and nobody else knows better than me. No, what the Torah is telling us here is like this is something that has to go from one generation to another generation to another generation and in this way it has to continue. But the way to be able to do this it has to be transmitted from one person to another. And uh, from here we see how great of a leader Moshe was, because imagine he received like this huge treasure that he was able to share with, with, with Yeshua, and Yeshua sh shared it with the, with the elders and so on. So the, from here we see the responsibility of keeping the Mesorah, of keeping the traditions of our Torah alive. And these people were truly the leaders of the Torah world uh, in the transmission which they infused with tremendous love and the importance of the values and the teachings of the Torah and the wisdom. So Moshe received the Torah from Sinai. It doesn't say that, um, that he received it from God. And that is um, something very important to understand. Because if it would say Moshe received the Torah from God, it would make God like a human. He would lower Hashem into our uh, physicality, into our realm. But by saying that Moshe received the Torah from Sinai, what he's saying is that, uh, that Hashem is above everything. He's even bigger than Sinai. So we would think that the, 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 the first step in the Torah would be the transmission and this would be like God transmitted the Torah to Moshe. It doesn't say he transmitted it to Moshe. It says he received it from Sinai. So this receive the Torah is very different than transmitting because transmitting means that you get all the knowledge and you're able to, to give it to someone else, but you have all the knowledge. When it's saying here, Moses received the Torah from Sinai, eh, what it's using out here is uh, it's different. What it's saying is he received a certain, um, he received the knowledge but he couldn't grasp it all. Like whatever he was able to understand and grasp, that's what we got. And there's much, much more that we don't, 
that we don't have the capacity to understand. That's why we connect to faith, because faith is to go above our knowledge, above our understanding. And um, when we don't know something, we don't understand that we cannot, uh, it's very hard for us to, to understand it, then we're able to tap into faith, which is that we connect to something higher than ourselves. So here, uh, uh, Hashem chose Sinai as the geographical origin of the Torah, and he designated Moses as the ambassador to hu humanity. So the proof is in the Hebrew wording of how it calls Mount Sinai in Parashah Shemot. It is called Har HaElokim, the mountain of God. And by calling Moshe Ish HaElokim in Devarim, which means the man of God. So these two wordings of Mount Sinai and Moshe are alluding that really the Torah came from God. But uh, it's not put in that way out of respect for the high, heightened state of Hashem that we're not going to be lowering down to our realm. So then the Mishnah tells us that Moses transmitted it to Yeshua. He transmitted what he received, what he understood. And from then on, then Yeshua uh, transmitted it to the elders and the elders transmitted it to the prophets and then the prophets gave it to the men of the great assembly. So this uh, teaches us that a teacher, uh, the mission of a teacher, of a leader, is to impart his knowledge in, an, in its entirety. Like we cannot teach halfway. Like if I'm giving a shiur, I have to give you everything I know. And I don't know everything. I just know a certain amount. So my teacher always used to say, if you know Aleph, teach, teach Aleph. That's your obligation. Like if you know any little thing that you can give to someone else, you're obliged to give it. You're not supposed to keep it with yourselves. I remember when I was um, younger, in where I come from, like you would ask a, res a recipe of a cake to from a lady, and the lady would give it to you not well given, or she would not give it to you. And uh, then you would go and buy the eggs, the flour, the sugar, you would waste your time and the thing was a, a disaster. And um, this is not the Torah way. The Torah way is someone asks you for a, a recipe, you should give it. Uh, now in Pesach, I lost my books, my Pesach books. And if it's not because I've given my recipes, I could have never gotten the recipes back. And uh, when you give, you really are, are, you're receiving more than what you're giving. So, this, so the, 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 the mission of the, of the teacher is to impart his knowledge in its entirety. And the student's mission is to grasp all this knowledge. Like if a teacher is giving of his time and his effort to give to another person his knowledge, then that other person should really try to grasp everything they're giving him. So uh, when it talks about Moses, it says Moshe received. And uh, we already said this. And then the men of the great assembly lived in the times of uh, before the, the second temple, it, they flourished. It was a thousand years after of the giving of the Torah. And it was a, ve it was a very tough time. It was, um, it was a time of, of persecution, of exile. And uh, a lot of the Mesorah was being lost because a lot of all this Mishnah really is uh, the oral Torah. So they had to put it into writing. So the Torah and the transmission was being weakened and the leaders found it necessary to start giving advice to the people so they would know how they should behave 
in certain moments of, of what was going on in their lives. And uh, this Mishnah at the end tells us um, be deliberate in judgment, develop many disciple, dis disciples, and make offense for the Torah. So this is very interesting. The Maharal of Prague explains that these three uh, advices that the that the, el the, the men of the great assembly gave, these uh, three things they said to the people, uh, are connected to our chokhmah, our, our bina and our dad, our intellectual faculties. So chokhmah is wisdom, is that first flash of insight. Bina is uh, to understand that wisdom and that is the knowledge that you acquire when you process all that information. So be deliberate um, or patient in judgment is um, this one is connected to the chokhmah, to the wisdom. And uh, for example, a judge cannot be bribed. He can't be biased on, on anything. He has to be completely uh, uh, taken apart from the situation and look at it from an external point. He cannot have feelings for any one of the two parties or anything. And he has to, when he makes a decision, he should uh, be very calm. He should not take decisions in a rush. He should really think about them and, and analyze them and then come to the decision. And um, this also is connected to Mishpatim, which is, um, which is uh, the laws that, that make sense, that are like judicial laws, that like don't kill, don't steal, like they make sense and then develop many, many students uh, this one is connected to Bina, to, to understanding when a person teaches he has to acquire more understanding of what he's teaching like for example now I'm teaching you Pirkei Avot uh, this is um, I've always learned Pirkei Avot but I've never taught it so I have to acquire more uh, understanding of the subject to be able to give it to you and by giving it to you I am acquiring more understanding also. So I'm giving you understanding and I'm acquiring understanding. And this one is connected to Edot, which are general mitzvahs like that Shabbat and Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah and in Pesach you don't eat bread, which we keep because it's our traditions, it's our Torah, we don't question them, this is the way it is, this is being Jewish. and. Um, and, uh, and, and this is what this one is uh, connected to. So make offense for the Torah is connected to our dad, to our knowledge. As you know, we first have wisdom, then we have understanding, and then it becomes our knowledge. And this dad, when we have knowledge, it helps us not to fall. And uh, it's also connected to the hukim, which are supra-rational mitzvahs that we cannot understand. They're, they're not understandable, like eat kosher. Why should I eat kosher? Because Hashem wants to. Then we can find certain things that make sense. But the truth is that we cannot find an accurate uh, reason why we cannot eat um, a pig. So, for example, also it says that Torah law forbids to cook the calf in its mother's milk. This is the, the mitzvah. We don't cook and from here we derive that we don't cook meat in milk or we don't eat a cheese, sandwich, a cheese um, hamburger. It's forbidden for a Jew or we cannot cook it, we cannot eat it, we cannot benefit from it. But it never said that you cannot eat chicken or fowl, uh, any, any 
a bird that you can eat, duck or turkey, with milk. It doesn't say that. But the rabbis decided that they were going to put this law that we cannot eat chicken with, meat, with, um, with milk. Like uh, uh, we cannot eat um, a piece of chicken with, with cheese. It's forbidden, but it's not from the Torah, it's from the rabbis. So what they're saying is, is that we put certain fences, we put extra careful, the rabbis put extra care in certain mitzvot so we would not get confused and we would not fall. For example, veal in those days and today is very similar to chicken. And this is why they, they made this decision because people would get confused and, um, and they would end up eating the veal with the cheese. So this, this hukim, these supra-rational laws, which are beyond our understanding, are really what uh, brings us to be knowledgeable and, um, and live in, a, in the right way. So at the end they, of the Mishnah, it says there's three things that the, uh, the great men of the assembly gave. The number three is very important in the Torah and it's a complete entity. And here we see that a remedy consists of three uh, parts. Uh, two are opposite extremes and one is intermediate part that joins with those elements that form a uh, unified whole. So for example, we had three forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Yaakov. Um, we have Chokhmah, Binadad, which are our intellectual faculties. And um, in ourselves, we have our minds, we have our body, and we have our emotional part. So everything is, is in threes. And uh, an example it gives us is, for example, a house needs to be fortified. So in the outside, you're going to make sure you have a good roof. You're going to have gutters that will help your house to be sturdy and strong. Inside, you would get rid of any element that would be dangerous for you, like things that are flammable that can make a fire. And then you would also brace the structure of the house. So, so these are three dimensions uh, for solutions. And um, uh, the wisdom of our sages is practical advice for our day-to-day -day life, for our day-to-day -day, uh, experiences with the knowledge of the Torah and the understanding. So I, I leave you here. I hope you have a beautiful and blessed week. And um, remember, live a little higher. Thank you.